Good morning. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Hope everyone had a wonderful holiday, a wonderful Merry Christmas. If you celebrated braided Christmas, I uh, wish the very best for you through the rest of the year and in the coming new year. We're going to talk about, we have to revisit Matthew chapter 24. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to visit on the matter of Genesis chapter 3. And we are going to begin Right, I apologize, I've been going through notes, planning for the direction, well, I know which direction to go, but trying to get the verses. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. This will tie into today's program. It'll tie into where we are in time in the world presently. Verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle and crafty than any living creature in the field which the Lord God had made. And he, Satan, said to the woman, Can it really be that God has said, You shall not eat from every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit from the trees of the garden, except the fruit from the tree which is in the middle of the garden. God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You shall not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing the difference between good and evil and blessing and calamity. The woman saw that the tree was good, suitable and pleasant for food, that it was delightful to look look at, and a tree to be desired in order to make one wise. She took its fruit and ate. She gave some also to her husband, and he ate. There is a, a ministry, Tom Horn, Sky Watch News, I believe it is. And there are different authors that work with Tom Horn. One woman, the Gilberts. Uh, I forget the husband and wife, Sharon, and I forgot her husband's name. <clears throat> but they looked and did a program, oh, probably four years ago. It was a paper on the serpent in the garden. And the serpent is called Nakash. Nakash, Nakash. And what it means is the one who studies. Eve 
had uh, thought that she would be able to have a conversation with the serpent, with Nakash, and uh, it was a mistake. We think that in the world, we're going through the world, and uh, we know about the agencies within the governments of the world that listen to our phone conversations. They watch where we go online, what we buy, where we live. They study us. They study every area of the country, the people of the country. They study us individually. Everywhere we go, our cell phone is tracking us. And this is a principle that's in the Bible. God is omnipotent. He knows, uh, knows everything. <clears throat> he is aware of everything. He's omniscient. He's everywhere. And the devil likes to and would like to be just exactly like God, knowing everything at all times and being able to follow everyone at the same time. He can't. So he needs technology and he uses technology to act as God, to be God. A coming Antichrist will use this technology in the exact same way. Going back to Nakash in the garden, every one of us, every person, every individual is just in the same principle as Eve. We are all being studied. The serpent that was in the garden is still in the world. And every person is being studied. Your personality, what you think, you're being studied. And what before uh, the devil deceived, Steve, uh, deceived Eve, what he did was he watched her. He studied her. He was looking for the opportunity to have a conversation with her. Without the, con without the conversation, she would never have been deceived. He studied and she kn he knew that there was something in her that he could trip her and catch her on, just like every person in the world and the societies of the world. The, 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 it was one thing. She wanted to be like God. Everybody has that in them. She thought that uh, if there was an opportunity and a way for her to be God, she would take it. And today, mankind is also psychologically in that same state. Mankind wants to be God. The plan of the societies of the world is to replace God and to become God. Transhumanism is uh, after, human, after humanity 
post-human. This is a plan, an ancient plan of the devil. Antichrist's his whole purpose is to be God, to proclaim himself to be God, to sit in God's throne. This is the mentality of the world today. Nakash studies every one of us. And the, the, uh, he's known also as the deceiver. The deceiver deceived Eve. And at the end of the world, God said that the tool, the way in which the serpent deceived Eve would take place with the societies of the world at the end of the world. At the end of the age, prior to Christ's return, once again, the devil will use deception to deceive the nations of the world. And in Isaiah 66, uh, God stated that he would try to counsel his people, but his, counsel, his people would not be counseled. They didn't want his counsel. So we're going to go to Matthew 24. Jesus departed from the temple area and was going on his way when his disciples came up to him to call his attention to the buildings of the temple and pointed them out to him. He answered, Do you see these? Truly I tell you, as he was pointing to the temple in that area, he stated, I'm going to tell you, there will not be left one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. And while he was seated on the Mount of Olives, his disciples came to him secretly and asked him, Tell us, when will this take place? What will be the sign of your coming and of the end, the completion, the consummation of the age? We're in that age. We're at the end of that age. The, the uh, time period prior to Christ's return. What is going to be the sign? Jesus said to them, Be careful that no one deceives you and leads you into error. Exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden 4,000 years, 6,000 years ago, roughly, almost exactly 6,000 years ago, is happening again today in the world. The tool that Satan is using on the nations is deception. The same tool is being used on the body of Christ internationally. All the seven churches, deception. The exact same method is being used on the children of Israel, the, ch the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Deception. The Lord warned, do not be deceived. Isaiah 25, 7, if I remember the verse correctly, 
says that there is a covering that has gone out over the world. Something in the air, a covering. And yes, at the time of the fall in the Garden of Eden, there was something that went out that was in the back of man's, mankind's mind from that point forward. It's called death. After the fall, Adam began to experience death, and Eve began to experience death also. There was a covering. There was a fear of death. But at the same time, this covering that has gone out over the world is, is like a like magic. It affects the minds of the people of the world. It's like a hypnotic effect. And the purpose of this covering is to dull mankind's mind and the thought of an of a God, of a God that rules all things. It is a covering that blinds the eyes of men, believing that uh, there will be no punishment for the way they live during their lifetimes. It's, it's a deception, and the deception is a combination of millions of lies. It's a covering. And it says also what has gone out over the world is a veil. The veil is upon the eyes of mankind to keeping mankind from seeing what is real. Men look with their natural eyes. They can see uh, what happens in their daily lives as they go about their business. They have an ability to understand the physical world. They see where they're going. They watch news. They travel. But there is a veil that is upon the eyes of mankind spiritually. It's a spiritual veil. It's a veil that keeps them look from perceiving another kingdom, another dimension. The dimension that was revealed to Eve immediately upon her finishing the conversation with the devil and going to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The tree was the tree of knowledge, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, knowing, gnosis, science, knowing more than Believing she knew more than God. Believing that she was wiser than God. Believing that she did not have to obey what God had requested they not do. She wanted to know more. And the catch was when Satan said, you will be as God. Like God. And... Uh, Eve never ever, in a sense, that meant to, that that type of thinking was in her uh, even after that, and 
in the writings of many of some of the Jewish scholars when it says that Eve lusted after her husband, well, it actually didn't mean she lusted after him because of his physical appearance. She lusted, and the word was, she envied, she desired, she wanted, and watched closely uh, Adam because there was something that Adam had that she did not have. And what Adam possessed that she did not possess was he possessed the authority that God had given him as her husband. And she desired, just like God had, like she had, when Satan enticed her, you shall be as God. Now, she knew she could not be as God, but she saw the power and authority in the hierarchy or the position where Adam had been placed as her husband, and she desired that power. She desired that authority. At the end of the world, that same principle would take place internationally, and it would begin in America. The spirit where women would want to take authority over man. It's in the Bible. We can't ignore it. It happens in the world. But God is not concerned about what happens in the world. In, in women, in, in the, the women, they have a, because they know according to the Bible, that there has something has changed with them. And God says later on that women would be saved through raising children, through bearing children, raising children. There would be a protection on women from themselves. And uh, that would be in raising children, having children, raising children. It would be a protection for them. But still, in the hearts of women, there would be that desire for power. I really didn't plan to, in a sense, get too deep into this today, but I know that as I watch Christian, what's happening in Christianity in America, Christian television, I see that in the assemblies, uh, there is a, there has been, especially in the evangelical churches, this move for the last hundred and I would say, let's see, 150 years maybe, women taking, in, taking prominent positions within the body of Christ in the evangelical churches. Now I'm going to be careful. Women have a spiritual um, sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, but also women have a sensitivity to other spirits. So with women, 
there's a, there's a caution. As the Holy Spirit works with men and women, they become more sensitive to the Holy Spirit and they should become less sensitive to the other spirits around them because Satan and the demons are always at work. Women have a, again, they have a sensitivity. They have a ability to perceive which is very, very valuable in the body of Christ. But when their sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, I've seen Christian women who are very gifted, but eventually they begin to drift and they begin to desire position and authority. The Apostle Paul stated that women were not to have authority because they needed to be protected from angels, meaning the fallen angels. In the body of Christ, in the evangelical churches, the, uh, the temptation of women to take authority has been great. Women can have authority when they are in their home, they have authority. They have ultimate authority. They have as much authority as the husband in raising and taking care of the home, raising the children. But in the matters in the body of Christ, in the matters of ministry or, or pastorship or positions of power, it's different. I've been watching and I have seen the effect of women in positions of power and what they have done to other women in evangelical churches in America. I see that whatever the these women that have this type of authority, whatever they are, if they are not Well, I shouldn't say, I, I should say whatever they are will be passed on in the natural, whatever they are in the natural, whatever um, problems they may have can be passed on to other women. It's the same with pastors. I've been with pastors who there was a little bit of infidelity and others within the assemblies there was infidelity, those in associate pastorships, and it was just kind of a common thing. I came out of a ministry where <clears throat> I didn't know it till years later, but there had been men that were what we call the pastors of these assemblies that had been involved in adultery. Wives had been involved with other men, anything in the flesh, pastors that are on the pulpit, anything of the flesh can be passed on to their assemblies. They have to be careful. This is why Paul told Timothy 
and gave Timothy a list of qualifications for bishops, people that were going to be deacons, people that were going to be, that would work in the assemblies to shepherd God's children. There was uh, an order. They had qualifications they had to meet. Husbands of one wife. Their children had to be live a they couldn't be riotous. The children had to be tempered, temperate. So as it was at the beginning in the book of Genesis, it's going to be here at the end. The deception is going to be great. The great deception, the most damaging deception, will take place in the positions of authority within the uh, body of Christ. And at this time, the world has to be careful of deception with men and women. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Reasons to own gold, number 175. Universal basic income, where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service, and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. Hi, I'm Joey DeQuint, and I'm here to help you protect and build your wealth so you and your family can live your best life no matter what the world throws at you. Great. Another financial guy telling us to sell our gold and silver. Nope, not with me. I encourage hard assets, and I know a great place to buy gold and silver. Well, I'm sure you operate with high fees and commissions. Just the opposite. We pride ourselves with some of the lowest fees and commissions in the industry. Most financial guys are only interested in what they want to sell and don't want to listen to our customers, and we have some of the most educated listeners in the country. And once they make the sale, we never hear from them again. Not with me. I grow with my customers and check with them every quarter to ensure all of their goals are being met and to make sure that they have all the coverage they need as their life changes. Do you handle life and long-term care insurance as well? You bet we do. And the younger you are, when you get this coverage, the lower the cost. I'm Joe Jaquin, and I'm not just Joey's dad. I'm his client. When it comes to your financial well-being, deal with a name you can trust. Call Joey at 602-909-9048 or email joey.jaquin at nm.com. The P.E. Gun Show, January 22nd and 23rd, will be located at 1840 Greeley Mall, Greeley, Colorado. This show features two firearm giveaways, one on Saturday and one on Sunday. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Buy, sell, or trade, and $50 CCW classes on both days. See P.E.Shows.com to register. That's P.E.Shows.com. See you at the show.
Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. At the end of the program, I'll give out contact information. But I want to say that at the end of the world, these are things that will happen. And deception, great deception. In the body of Christ, there will be women who will begin to take authority in the churches. It has already happened. It began to happen, oh, back in the late 1800s. It is happening presently. It will continue to happen. Um, I know that uh, there's a distinction that has to be made. Women that are prophetic, that are very sensitive to the Holy Spirit, they are just like it says in the book of Acts. Your young men and your young women will prophesy. Women are included. But women are not to have authority. They're not to have power over men. They have the, in a, in a healthy assembly, the pastor is to discern whether or not the prophecies of the prophetic women in their assemblies are doctrinally accurate. They have to be accurate prophecies. With theology as it pertains to God as Father, and also uh, if the pastor has insight into eschatology, they have to be accurate. There are some that would say, men and women, that we are not at the end of the world, we're not at the end of the age, we're not at the end of the dispensation, that things are going to continue another 20, 30, 40 years on into the future. There are some women that are in, uh, as well as <clears throat> ministries that propagate the matter of we are going to take over the world and present the world to Christ when he returns. And there are women who have ministries that have authority, not over just other women, but over men in their ministries. This is what Christ warned about. Paul warned about it. Women were not to be given power over men. Men were not to ever be allowed to come under the power of women, in the sense, especially in ministries, in the churches. In the world, we see the power that women have in the political world internationally. I'm talking about in the body of Christ. In the kingdom of heaven, there is order. In the kingdom of heaven, from the Old Testament and the New Testament, there were never priests that were women. Just because we went into a new dispensation, many feel that women in the dispensation of the church age can be 
in positions of priesthood. Well, no, it's allowed in America. It's allowed in the evangelical churches in some of the other ecumenical assemblies. But it may be allowed by man, but it's not allowed by God. The reason it's not allowed by God is because it causes damage to the body of Christ. What's the remedy going to be? Well, we can debate it, talk about it, agree with it, disagree. But eventually, as time goes on, especially now as we start to slip into the years of the coming tribulation, then at that point, the punishments on the Christian people in the first half of the tribulation, it'll begin that are, have strayed from sound doctrine and teaching, theology, it is going to be, at that point, God is going to begin to deal with it, take care of it. Now I'm going to continue with Matthew 24. The evangelical churches in America are apostate. For the most part, exactly as Paul had prophesied in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, there would come a great apostasy. Christ talked about the apostasy. There would be leaven. And the leaven would pretty much contaminate the whole barrel, the whole dough. There are many references to it. Christ even said, am I going to find faith when I return? The Lord told the disciples what would happen. They asked him, what's going to happen to the temple? And he said, it's going to be destroyed. It's going to be torn, torn down. The, <clears throat> the temple that the Jewish people, that's a point of reference, I am going to tear that temple down. It's going to be destroyed. Israel is going to dis be dispersed into the nations. That was one meaning. The other meaning is that he, as the temple, would be die, go into the ground for three days, be raised again from the dead. So there were two meanings. But he was talking to them about what would happen to the temple in Jerusalem, it would be destroyed. And in A.D. 70, that took place. But he did say, make sure, be careful that no one misleads you, that they deceive you, and lead you into error. The body of Christ in America has been led into error because of the men that have been put in the positions of responsibility in the evangelical churches in America, starting back, I say, in the 60s, especially in the late, late 70s, began to err in their understanding of the doctrines of Christ, in the teachings of Christ. They began to build a different way. They weren't building on the teachings of Christ like a wise man would build upon a foundation, a rock, they began to build on a 
foundation of sand, meaning flesh, the, the soulish man, the soulish character of what mankind is on the, on the fallen concepts of these men. And the church would become ineffective. The church would become weak. The church would become crippled, which in the world today, for the most part, in the pulpits of the assemblies in evangelical Christianity, they teach light teachings of Christ. They don't teach the deep, meaningful experiences of what Christ meant in the parables and in his teachings. The best example concerning apostasy in Matthew, the parable of the wise virgins and the foolish virgins. There would be five wise, five foolish. The bridegroom, they were apart from the bridegroom, but he was coming. And the five wise took oil for their lamp because nighttime was coming. Hardships were coming. It would be dark. Without light, they're going to stumble. They're going to trip. Five were foolish. They took no oil in their lamps. The foolish went to the wise and said, Give us some of your oil. And the wise said, No. The principle is, you have to go buy oil for yourself. That is the principle at the end of the world that the pastors of this country should be telling their members in their assemblies. You have to buy the Holy Spirit. You need to be trained by the Holy Spirit. Learn to follow the Spirit of God. You need to allow the Spirit to work in your soul to transform you. The Word of God needs to work on your mind to show you error where you're off. This was a parable where Christ was saying there would be apostasy. Many of my children would not buy oil. The bought with a wise wood and the bridegroom comes and the wise go into the wedding chamber. <clears throat> the foolish go to outer darkness, a place of weeping, gnashing. The meaning is, everybody thinks, yes, we're going to be with Christ in eternity, every one of us that are born again. But in the millennial kingdom, the millennial kingdom is the prize. This is what we labor for during our years as we're alive, we labor to buy oil. We are busy working, co-laboring with Christ and other laborers in the field for the kingdom of heaven. And when we go to be with the Lord, what we have done is going to be tallied. And those that have been faithful are going to go into the millennial kingdom and be with Christ at the wedding feast for a thousand years. The foolish who didn't spend their time wisely are going to go into a place apart from those inside the wedding 
chamber. They will be outside. They will be eternally saved. But there will be no glory for them. They will be apart from Christ for the thousand years in a place called darkness, outer darkness, where there's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. They're going to be conscious of the fact that they are not in the ceremony with Christ. This is what I mean about what Christ meant. Make sure you're not deceived and that no one is leading you into error. How are people going to lead you in the pulpits into error? By not giving you the reality, the truth, the true meaning of the deep things that Christ presented in the Gospels. The deep things that were presented to the body of Christ through the apostles in the epistles. Christ presented in the Gospels. His apostles presented in the epistles in the book of Acts. See that no one deceives you. Nakash, the devil, is trying to deceive you. Sisters, there is a desire in you to have power, to have position, to have authority. That is something that Christ says you have to fight. You have to fight it. Man pastors are very careful when they address this matter of women in positions of authority in the body of Christ. Why? Because in America, women are equal in a sense because of the the uh, feminist movement. Women have authority, just as much authority as men have. Well, in the world, what happens in the world, that's the world. But inside the kingdom of heaven, that is not the case. Inside the kingdom of heaven, there is order. There's order in everything. Order in the home, order in relationships with husband and wife, order in assemblies, with the family of God in general. There's order, uh, just order everywhere. Now, I can try to explain to you order, but it's difficult. So I would just say go to Revelation and look at the order that is in the New Jerusalem. Everything is in order. You go to the children of Israel when they wandered in the wilderness with the tents made out of badger skin there was order then the temple was built by Solomon and there was order so you see in the world the authority that the women may have and exercise over not just men, but over a society. What's that to us? That's in the world. But in the body of Christ, it's different. Personally, I have friends that are, many friends that are pastors that that uh, allow women to the pulpit under the headship of a brother that is keeping the requirements that Paul gave Timothy, yes, 
I don't have a problem with that. But I do study what they're teaching. Now, if they're giving a prophecy, I also discern whether the prophecy is of God or not. But it's real, real, I'm real careful when women are up teaching the Bible, the Word of God, which would, in a sense of having authority over men. Bible studies in the home with the mothers teaching their children, that is biblical. They need to do that. They need to instruct their children on the order in a household. So it's very, very, it's a, it's a dangerous, delicate matter to talk about women in authority in the churches. Some people allow it. Some people don't. I know what the Bible says. Women are not to have authority over men. I know what the Bible says. There is something in women. They kind of envy the power that the husband has. There's a story that I heard in 1998 by a pastor in Oklahoma that had gone to a... a we had a uh, small conference in Dallas, Texas. And I'll tell you that story to, to present this to you. I don't know why the Holy Spirit took me this direction, but I've been thinking about this for years, and I think that this must be the time to present it. But there was a study of what happened in the Civil War when men went to, to war, came back, and the wives had had two or three years to manage the home. The women would not turn over the management of the home to the, to the husband once he returned for various reasons, which was the beginning of a turn in this country. Then in First World War, men went off to fight, and women once again in the home were given the power to manage the home, and the husbands came back. And the husbands, many of them, had a hard time taking back their position as authority in the home. It happened also again after the Second World War. These are strategies of the devil, and it brings a curse upon families. It doesn't bring a blessing. It brings a curse. We'll be back after this, and we'll finish out this hour. This is Chad Yarmer, pastor from the Altar Church at 1630 North College Ave in Fort Collins. I'd like to invite you to join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we worship Jesus. Join us as we journey together to be equipped to fulfill our kingdom purpose through the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll experience authentic worship and a faith-filled message where the Holy Spirit is welcome and everyone is family. Find out more at our webpage, thealtarfc.com. That's thealtarfc.com. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. 
To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click on the shop. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Dehebo is spelled T-A-H-E-B-O. DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Hi, Amber with Two Girls in a Broom here. Hey, cleaning, we love it. Two Girls in a Broom LLC offering residential and commercial cleaning services in Fort Collins, Colorado and surrounding areas. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Providing basic clean, deep clean, wet cleans or Airbnb services. Let Two Girls in a Broom LLC do the work. We'll take care of you and all your cleaning needs. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Okay, we'll finish out this hour. You know, uh, with pastors, the you can tell uh, the calling that God has on their lives. And they have a, you know, I am not against pastors. I am for the pastors that have been ordained by God, called by God, put in positions by God. These are my fellow co-workers. That's who I consider to be fellow co-workers. Those that I find that are not in positions of authority, that are not there by the will of God, yes, God allows things. But even though they may be in positions, once I find, should I find, that they err in their doctrine and theology, I realize at that point they are maybe co-workers, but at the same time, they're those who plant and will probably tear up what they plant. This is what happens with sound, with with, uh, unsound doctrine, eschatology, the error of false teachings. It actually, it's like you have a some kind of a, you fall down and you skin your knee and your knee is starting to heal. You have a scab and someone just keeps tearing the scab off 
and it prolongs the healing process. Pastors who are unsound in their doctrine, theology, eschatology, they bring in, though they are not even aware of it, they are involved in bringing in apostasy into the kingdom of heaven, into the churches of God. They are going to, God is going to give them something that he promises. He's going to give them tribulation. I say these men that have been causing this apostasy, if they even live into the coming time, they are going to suffer the tribulation as a punishment from the Lord for their error. Do you think that it's not in the Bible? It is in the Bible. God is against the shepherds who lead and don't who who trample the fields that the flocks feed on. It's in Jeremiah. God is against these type of people, these pastors and these men of error who teach error in the assemblies. The Spirit of God allows it because it would be a condition that would happen in the body of Christ. It happened because they did not stay with the teachings of Christ and the deep meanings of the teachings of Christ. We're going to continue to flow into this, into the next hour. We're getting ready to start the tribulation, the seven years of tribulation. It's evident, but people can't see it because there is a covering and a a veil that has gone over the minds of the American Christians. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here are some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring, gay frogs, or racist cows, climate coaches, or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. You're listening to the roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. The downside of all the snowy weather that's so good for the high country is it can be dangerous to deadly if you're not very cautious and sometimes even if you are. The extra snow coming with this new storm may make already tough conditions in the backcountry of the mountains even worse. On Christmas Eve Friday, Colorado saw its first avalanche death of the 21-22 winter season. A backcountry skier died when he was buried in a slide near Cameron Pass, which had gotten some 20 inches of snow on Thursday alone. The Colorado Avalanche Information Center says it happened on the southeast end of South Diamond Peak. The victim's partner reportedly pulled him out of the snow, but he didn't make it. I'm Jim Williams. Travel still not great across the country this holiday weekend. In much of our state, it has to do with those snowy roads, but nationwide, it's COVID-19 affecting the airline industry. Many thought the second Christmas of the pandemic might be closer to normal. With vaccines and all, lots of people thought families could all celebrate together safely. But the new Omicron variant of COVID has made things more complicated both on the decision to gather at all and the ability to get to those gatherings has been affected. 
U.S. airlines have canceled nearly a thousand flights nationwide on Saturday because in large part they didn't have enough crews to fly them. Those people sick. Delta, United, JetBlue among the carriers blaming their cancellations on COVID. Denver International ended up with 66 cancellations on Christmas and more than 180 delayed flights. Initially, today is looking a bit better for DIA with only 16 cancellations, most of them on United. In sports, win today, you're still at least a little bit alive to make the NFL playoffs, lose, and you're not with a game left in the season. So the Broncos and the Raiders will be going all out to win in Las Vegas this afternoon. I'm Ted Werbin. With the holidays upon us, many folks are concerned about their finances, how they're going to tighten their budget or pay off debt. If this happens to be you, know that you have options. American Financing saves customers up to $1,000 a month without ever charging upfront or hidden fees. Get a free mortgage review by calling 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Family-friendly vacations, a weekend with the boys, or a romantic getaway. You will find it in Wyoming's Carbon County. Winter favorites include museums, mineral hot springs, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, and snowshoeing. You'll enjoy an array of lodging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. Get your West on. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. For info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day.
outside of town and the sound of that good gospel beat. Sits a ragged tent where there ain't no trees and that gospel group. Welcome back to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church uh, program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. And uh, for those that are just joining, hope you had a, a Merry Christmas. Hope you had a wonderful time with your families. Hope you have a wonderful week. We're going into a new year. Years go by. They come and go. I am uh, going to continue... For those who uh, missed the first hour, everything is archived. All these programs are archived on podcast at 1360khnc.com. And the podcast section would be the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry program. During the week, I host Monday through Thursday, The Present Truth from 2 to 3. They're also on podcast. I finished off the last hour talking about the pastors in this country, my co-workers. Those who are teaching the deep teachings of Christ, eschatology. Eschatology is not the, the main focus of the churches today. It's, it's uh, music. And what I things that I call to be filler, not so much deep things. I like to read good, deep Christian uh, example teachings. I have uh, years ago I purchased Milner's Church History. It's a four book book volume written in about 1850. And I enjoy going back to listen to what these men at the time of the Church of Philadelphia were talk, saying and how they documented the church history. I also, Miller's church history. I was able to get both. Milner's, which came before Miller's. And I enjoy how they were able to document from the time of the apostles, time of Christ and forward, up to about Milner, Miller actually, finished at about the time in the late 40s when Billy Graham was still alive. I like to read deep Christian thought with deep Christian experience. This is God's desire for the men who are in these positions of responsibility to give the teachings, the deep teachings, the true meaning of the teachings of Christ to God's children. And many people, many of pastors, do not talk about these deep teachings. They don't know these teachings themselves. They're, they don't understand. Or they're not concerned. Um, I don't know why. But I had made a comment that these men in the assemblies that have been teachers from the 
70s, 80s, into the 90s, to the present, that have not been teaching the deep teachings of Christ to God's children, the tribulation is going to be their portion. God is going to allow, because they did not build their homes on a rock, but rather on sand, what they have built is not going to stand what is coming. Not only are their ministries not going to stand, but they individually are not going to stand. And God said that He's going to do something that they would never expect He would do because it's in the Scripture, but they have never, they probably read these Scriptures, but they never knew the deep meanings. So I'm going to go ahead to the pastors. This is to the pastors and the teachers in the body of Christ co-workers who have not, been, have not taught the deep teachings of the Lord, of the Messiah. I'm going to go to John chapter 15. Here's what, here's what John wrote. Here's what Christ said. I am the true vine. My Father is the vine dresser. Any branch in me that does not bear fruit that stops bearing, he cuts away or trims off or takes away that branch. And he cleanses and repeatedly prunes every branch that continues to bear fruit to make it bear more and richer and more excellent fruit. There's the principle. There's the deep teaching right there. It's to the believers in general, to the believers whether you be pastors or <clears throat> just in the assemblies. Every branch that doesn't bear fruit, he cuts it off. He trims it. He takes it away. It's useless. But every branch that he prunes that continues to bear fruit to make the fruit bear more and richer and excellent fruit, he prunes it. You are cleansed and pruned already because of the word which I have given you, my teachings. I have just discussed with you. Dwell in me, and I will dwell in you. Live in me, I will live in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit of itself without abiding in or being united to the vine, neither can you bear fruit unless you abide in me. I finished off last Sunday's program talking, pretty much the whole program was talking about abiding in the vine. A deep Christian experience. It's not a teaching. It's an experience. We live in, the, we, we are tied into the tree, the vine. He is the vine. And as we're tied into him, we absorb all that he is. He dwells in us. We dwell in Him. He is in us. And we are to be in Him. To stay in Him. You cannot bear fruit unless you abide in Me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Whoever lives in Me and I in Him bears much. Abundantly, He bears much fruit. However, apart from Me, 
when you're cut off from a vital flow of life from me, you can do nothing. This is true. Without Christ, we can do nothing. If you are tied into the into the vine, if you are tied into the life of Christ, you will have an effect on people around you. You will have effect on them, and you will bear fruit. They will be changed. Verse 6, If a person does not dwell in me, he is cut off, thrown out, broken off, like a branch, he withers, and such branches are gathered up by men. These branches are gathered up by men. What does that mean, by men? What is he saying? He's saying that God is going to allow men to gather these branches, his people, if a person does not dwell in me, he is thrown out like a broken off branch, withers and are gathered and thrown into the fire. I'm going to jump real quick to the King James. I, I uh, study from different translations, and sometimes I like to stay with the King James to study, but I do, for the sake of vernacular, like to use other translations. But I always go back to the King James. Well, I, uh, well, I'll just go by memory. So you're gathered by men, you're thrown into the fire. So men are coming in this time of tribulation to gather God's children who have not been bearing fruit that have not been abiding in the vine, they have, not lived in, they have not been living in Christ, Christ is not living in them, and God is going to use the society to gather these people, throw them into fire. What does that mean? Like uh, fire, literal fire? He's, it's, a, it's a type. He's going to allow them to be put in the fire of tribulation. So these pastors that have not been teaching the deep things of Christ's teachings, they also are going to be put in tribulation. They have built their homes personally on sand. And so God will use men to gather them and put them into tribulation. This is why we have to take God's word seriously. The teachers do not take God's word seriously. But we need to. I'm going to go to chapter 66 of Isaiah. And uh, I want to read what God says to the men and to the children of God who don't listen to God's counsel. We're going to see what the Lord says. 
It's very, uh, can be disturbing. Okay. For those that don't want to hear the teachings of Christ, those who, I'm going to stay with pastors, people in, people in responsible positions, because I say this firstly, the Lord in Jeremiah made it clear that he is going to punish the shepherds that have used their positions for their own selfish purposes. Many, it's very hard to be in a ministry and not have the thought of money or uh, many other things. It takes the Holy Spirit to expose things so you can deal with things. I deal with things all the time because I'm my heart is evil. Morning to night. But to these pastors, here's what God says. Thus says the Lord God, thus says the Lord, the heaven is my throne, the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you will build unto me? Where is the place of my rest? All those things have my hands made. All those things have been, said the Lord. But to this man will I look. To those that are poor, that have a contrite spirit, that tremble at my word. To these I will look. Verse 3. But the, the others, though they killed an ox, they killed an ox as if he slew a man. He that sacrificed the lamb as if he cut off a dog's neck. He that offered an oblation as if he offered swine's blood. He that burned incense as if he blessed an idol. So that's what these others do. And he's not pleased with it. Yes, they have chosen their own ways and their soul delights in their abominations. That's what many are offering God. He considers it to be he doesn't receive. So what does God say, say here in verse 4? I will choose their delusions. I will bring their fears upon them. So God, because they didn't want to know the truth, they went their own way. God says, I will bring their delusions. I will bring their delusions. I will bring their fears upon them. When I called them, no one answered. When I spoke, they didn't want to hear. But they did evil before my eyes. And they chose that which I delighted not. Verse 5. Hear the word of the Lord, you that tremble at his word. Your brethren that hated you and cast you out for my name's sake said, Let the Lord be glorified, but he shall appear to your glory, but they shall be ashamed. <clears throat> my point is this. 
now I have to speak to the people in the assemblies. God is not going to fool. Not only is He not going to fool around with the pastors and the shepherds and the men behind the pulpits. God is not going to let them get away with their sins, their sins being refusing to teach the deep teachings of Christ so that the members in their congregations could grow. They wouldn't teach because they knew the deep teachings many would leave. When Christ, He spoke words to the multitudes that would come to Him. They would get offended and they would leave. What did Christ do? He spoke the truth. And the pastors of this country have not been honest. To, they may have deep insight. These pastors may have insight into deep things. But they won't teach to the children because they're going to lose membership. No, no. They're going to, get, they're going to pay. God is not going to uh, allow this to slide. And then also to the members of the congregations. God is not going to let the members of the congregation slide either. Even though they were deceived by these pastors, they had the Word of God. They had the Holy Spirit. They had the counsel of Christ. They would have the wisdom of Christ should they ask Christ for wisdom or knowledge or understanding. Just because they're Nicolaitans, meaning those who sit and listen, they're just the clergy. To two churches, Christ said to Pergamos and to Thyatira, Christ said, I hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans. In other words, a pastor gets up and speaks, and everybody just sits and listens, and whatever the pastor speaks, that's they take that only from God, or they, they take what he speaks from God, but they don't take the Word of God and investigate what God's Word says. They Because they're just, laity, they're just laity. No, we cannot just be laity. We are to engage. We are to be active. We are to read the Scriptures. We are to search the Scriptures. We are to, to uh, interact with and make the decision to, as we pray, to learn how to pray in the Spirit, speak in the Spirit, how to live in the Spirit, how to allow Christ to live in us. We live in Him. He lives in us. Deep things. But this hasn't happened in America because America has become a lazy church. So the punishment that's coming to the body of Christ is coming, yes, to the many of the pastors of the land because they wouldn't teach the teachings of Christ, the deep teachings, and to those in the assemblies because they were content to just hear what the pastor had to say and not dig in for themselves. That is what God is going to use this coming tribulation for. He's using the tribulation to help His children to grow, to mature. If you are faithful to the Lord and you want to grow, he is going to afflict you. He is going to press you. He is going to 
do things in your life that are uncomfortable. They keep you trusting Him so that you bear more fruit. And if you bear more fruit, He's going to come again to afflict you, afflict you, to push you, to press you, to put you in uncomfortable situations and circumstances so that you will look to Him as your source. You'll look to Him as your help. You'll look to Him as your one who counsels you. A lot of times we need counsel. We pray, pray, pray. We don't get any counsel. The Lord allows us to go to others around us that may have deeper experience. And through their counsel, God uses others to help us go forward. I've had people in my lives that, I've, that have counseled me, that have helped me when I was young, still to this day. And I know that if you are bearing fruit, the Lord is going to allow things to come in that are unpleasant so you bear more fruit. <coughs> Pardon me. So, concerning the teachings, Isaiah 66, I'm going to paraphrase it. God is speaking. God is presenting to the churches what He wants the churches to know. He is speaking through the environment. He is speaking to mankind to through the virus that's been taking place here, a man-made virus. It's a bioweapon. The Bible says they would do it. They are doing it in the world. People are dying. There is discussion about what kind of a virus is it? Is it a virus? Do they know what kind of a virus it is? It's irrelevant. Whatever it is, is killing people, making people sick. People are dying. It has changed the world. God is speaking to the world. But the Christian people who should be listening more, even more than the children of the world are not listening. This is why Christ said that the children of the world are wiser than the children of light. Why? Because the children of light, they live in a law-law land. God's going to take care of me. God is for me. God is going to bless me. No, God is going to afflict you. He's going to wound you. He's going to press you so that you bear more fruit. Oh, no, God loves me. He would never allow that to happen. He loves me. He's for me. He's my God. He's going to afflict you. If they hated Christ, they're going to hate you. If they persecuted Christ, they're going to persecute you. Who's they? The children of the world. The world. That's on the physical plane. On the spiritual plane, there is... Diablo and his whole kingdom of spiritual forces that are going to try to destroy you. This is why God has angels that he has commissioned on your behalf to protect you. But still, you have to pray. Lead me not into temptation. Deliver me from evil. Because there's something out there 
that has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The pastors of this land, they need to, it, it's, I think it's too late. The great apostasy is already upon us. But now, the work of the Holy Spirit, the desire of God, is to find those who have a heart that is tender to God, contrite, that are pure, that want to be holy and righteous. This is where the least resistance is. This is to where the Holy Spirit is going, to these type of people. Because it will be with this group of people that the Lord will do His great, marvelous plan at the end of the world. He is going to put Himself on display. God's intention is that He will be put on display through these righteous, holy, contrite-hearted people. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Hi, this is Vince Rivera with Serenity Painting. What's up, guys? Vincent is a veteran, a friend of mine, a Christian, and a great guy who implements customer service and integrity into every job that he does. If you're looking for a painter that doesn't cut corners, that actually shows up when he says he's going to show up, who does what he says he's going to do, look no further than Serenity Painting and Decorating. Gotspainter28 at gmail.com. 970-978-9565. Check out our customer reviews, Serenity Painting. The beetles are flying, the pine trees around Greeley are dying, and so's the dollar. The ash borers are all over Johnstown Millican, and we can only help your trees if we catch them in the first year. If the branch over the house or drive is on pre-SHF list, call Affordable Tree Service North LLC at 568-6898. We're licensed and insured. We accept all payment forms and honor a 10% military senior discount. That's 568-6898. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. In 1964, a 10-cent dime bought you 10 cents worth of stuff. Today, we sell this silver dime for well over $2. This silver dime will buy you the same amount as it did in 1964, and it will buy you the same amount in 2030, 2040, and well beyond. Call 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, your gold and silver experts. 800-951-0592. 
Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, Before I begin, I should probably give out contact information. The Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, or OTLS Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. I know that uh, because of what's happening internationally, I know that uh, tribulation is coming. And I talk about what's coming to the unfaithful pastors that have been building their homes on sand, what their, their ministries on sand that have personally been building their lives on sand. What is coming is going to be shaken. The floods are coming. The rains are coming. The winds are coming. This are spiritual matters that are going to come to the whole world. The winds are the winds, which means the spirits in the kingdom, the spirits in the kingdom of darkness are being let go. Winds, great winds, spiritual winds, demonic winds are coming. The rains, which are judgments from the kingdom of darkness, the rains are coming. These are spiritual things. <clears throat> the floods, the floods that are coming are... God is going to allow mankind to begin to persecute His churches. Well, that can't be. God would never allow that. No, it's in the Bible. It's in the Scripture. The floods, mankind coming to bring hardship and tribulation to the church of God. It is coming. And Finishing out these verses. God is going to allow mankind for those children of God that would not allow God to afflict them that were unfruitful. <clears throat> the tribulation, the fires of tribulation are coming. John 15 verse 6 If a man does not abide in me. He is cast forth as a branch and is withered. In other words, no power, no strength is withered. And men gather them. 
men gather them and cast them into the fire, cast them into tribulation, and they are burned. The tribulation, they'll not be able to stand in that time and are burned. If you abide in me and my words, this word just doesn't mean, it means teachings. It means his instructions, his commandments. I don't like to use the word commandments because it's been so meaning something that it's not supposed to mean. Teachings. The Lord said in chapter 7 of Matthew, he didn't use the word commandment. He used the word teaching. He who obeys these teachings of mine will be likened unto a wise man. And all through that Matthew 5, 6, and 7, the constitution of the kingdom of heaven, these were his teachings. He who abides by these teachings of mine will be likened to a wise man who built his house upon a rock. If my teachings, my words abide in you, you will ask, you shall ask, you can ask. You have a right to ask what you will. What you will. If it's in line with his will, if you're going to ask for a million dollars, a million dollar house, no. It's not in line. It's in line with your flesh. It's in line with the desires of your soul for you to ask along that line. No. But if you ask what you will, it shall be done unto you. Wisdom, practically. Do you need the Lord's counsel? Do you need the Lord to give you direction and help making decisions about things in your life that are important? A direction to go? You ask and it will be done for you. Herein is my Father glorified. Again, going back to that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. As we start to go into the hard times, I go back to the verses in Matthew 24. The disciples come and they ask Christ, Tell us about the end of the world. And he said, firstly, verse 4, Be careful, beware, be alert, that no man deceive you. Many are going to come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. In the New Age movement, in these occult movements, this is already happening. In Eastern religions, mysticism, the occult religions, many are coming saying, I am Christ. Even in the evangelical churches, you have men who are using the power that is in the name of Christ and performing miracles, casting out demons, but they are deceiving many 
And eventually Christ says, I did not own you. You did what you did in my name. You had a right to use my name to cast out demons, to heal the sick. But I would ask you not to do this and not to do that. You were involved in adultery. You were involved with alcohol. You were involved with drugs. You were involved with things of the flesh. You were involved with spirits in the occult. You worshipped idols. I didn't own you. They'll come in my name and it will deceive many. Then he says, you'll hear of wars and rumors of wars. Rumors of wars with Russia, NATO, and EU. With the Ukraine. Talk of wars in the Middle East with Iran and Israel. Talk of wars in the Far East with China, America, with Russia and America in the Far East. Talk of wars of China invading Taiwan. There's talk of wars. Don't be troubled. These things must come to pass, but the end isn't yet. No, no. This takes place eight years, nine years prior to Armageddon. Matthew 24 is really the last from verse 5 on up to the parables is talking about three, three things. The, the hardships or the birth pains before tribulation in the years preceding. The first half of the tribulation the second half of the tribulation and then a brief period about the end after the tribulation so four things boom 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 in sequence first we're in the first one wars and rumors of wars <clears throat> nation will rise against nation kingdom against kingdom there will be famines pestilences earthquakes many places already the great famines have begun already. There is war in the kingdom of heaven in opposition to the kingdom of darkness in the spiritual world. There is race wars taking place in America, ethnos against ethnos. There are earthquakes. We're having earthquakes in the east, off the shore of Oregon, a few down in California, which has always been, but they're increasing. These are the beginning of sorrows, meaning the birth pains that precede the tribulation. Now the tribulation begins. Verse 9, then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and you will be hated of all nations for my namesake. 
Another translation stated, they shall deliver you up to tribulation. It actually uses the word tribulation. This is the first half of the tribulation. And many will be offended. Why? Because the pre-trib rapture didn't take place. And many will be offended. Those who don't know, that are not grounded in solid doctrine and theology, you're going to be offended. Your pastors have been telling you one thing. You have believed it. I'm just telling you the truth. If I'm wrong, there's not going to be any consequences for you. But if I'm right, it is the time now again to begin to prepare for a long-distance race. You need to work with your spiritual stamina, your endurance. They'll begin to kill you, and you will be hated of all nations for my name's sake. The nations at the end of the world will be godless. There will be the great godlessness in the world. Psalm chapter 2. Why do the heathen rage and the, the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth, they set themselves to oppose God. Why do they rage? They set themselves against Christ, against God and His anointed, against His Christ. And then many will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another. Many false prophets will arise and shall again deceive many. Because of iniquity, shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Empathy. In general, the empathy of the world that the people in the world would have toward one another, there's more empathy in some cases than there is empathy and consideration for your fellow Christian. The love of many is going to wax cold. But he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. Meaning, not until the time that Christ comes, but just until your time is finished. If you endure to that day when you're taken to be with Christ, you'll be saved. Does that mean eternally? Well, yes, it does mean that too, but it means that it's also talking about the salvation of the soul. As long as we're alive, the Lord is working to help us mature. And we will be saved, the saving of the soul. It's a doctrine that's not understood in America. It's a, There's a saving of the soul. God, as He works with us, eventually He redeems our body, saves us from our sins, our mind, our temper, 
Verse 14, And the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. Then shall the end come. There is a kingdom. There are two kingdoms at war with each other. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of darkness. The kingdom of heaven is a kingdom eternal. It cannot be shaken. Presently, the forces of hell are trying to shake the kingdom of heavens, but it won't be shaken. It won't be. It can't be. Christ said it wouldn't be shaken. It won't be shaken. Hebrews chapter 12, the end of the chapter. Last verse. And we are going to, and we are telling the world that Christ is coming. That the king of this kingdom, though it may seem to be invisible, it has authority, it has power. And the king of this kingdom and his prophecies in Revelation chapter 19 verse 10, the, the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. One thing testifies about Christ. Prophecy. Why? Because as Christ, He knew the beginning, He knows the end. He knows what happens in between. The prophecies that were given to John by Christ are coming to pass. They are taking place. We can't stop them. As Christians, we are to be prepared. One thing that I do, that I feel that the Holy Spirit has asked me to do in my ministry, is to present to the audience that we are now just at the edge of tribulation. It is going to come. It is, is going to, there's going to be that day when this agreement with the coming Antichrist is signed with Israel. It will be a, an agreement that starts the last seven-year period of time, the Daniel 70th week. We'll be right back. Hi, it's Matt from Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions. Give me a call at 970-578-9821. No matter your skill level, I can create a course using a state-of-the-art firearms training simulator that's currently in use by law enforcement and military personnel. You don't have to use any of your ammo, and I bring the training to you. I have over 900 interactive training simulations, as well as shooting competitions and skill builders. So whether you're looking to protect yourself and family, if your church security team is looking to train, or you and your friends want to get together for some competitive fun, give Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions a call at 970-578-9821. 
Hi, this is Steve Pardue, Ramsey Auto Group. My partner, Mike Ramsey, and I, we're at 6310 West 10th Street, Greeley, Colorado. RamseyAG.com, 970-443-5654. We are the working man's friend. We're a Christian-based company, and we believe in taking care of our customers even more than selling the vehicle. Come see us anytime. We specialize in large trucks and SUVs, and we do recondition our cars to a fault. 970-443-5654, RamseyAG.com, Ramsey Auto Group. Reasons to Own Gold, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 951 does Enviroshape's concrete do driveways? We do it! Does Enviroshape's concrete do patios? We do it! Does Enviroshape's concrete do sidewalks? We do it! Get a hold of Enviroshape's concrete at 303-775-7926 or Enviroshapes at gmail.com. Called the Glass Doctor of Greeley. Foggy window panes, cracked or chipped windshields, glass shower installations. We do it, we do it good. Heavy equipment glass, home, business, or auto glass repair or replace. We do it real good. Called Glass Doctor of Greeley. Do it, do it good. Stupid robot! That cracks you up. Call the Glass Doctor of Greeley. 970-616-3100. That's 970-616-3100. Well, hour two is finished, so we'll uh, <clears throat> finish out this hour. <clears throat> the tribulation is coming. And we have to prepare for it. And uh, to be aware of it, number one, to not be deceived into believing that we are not going to suffer hardship. The doctrinal teachings about the rapture of the church have been changing over the last 25 years. Many Christians now are beginning to believe that we will go through at least the first half of the tribulation. So they've accepted that. We're in a time of pre-tribulation stress internationally. If this is tough, if this is a hardship to you, it's a hardship to the whole world, well then, what is going to come shortly 
is going to be for the uh, to a great degree unbearable. But this is why God is wanting His people to prepare spiritually. Do what you can physically, but prepare spiritually for what's coming. If there was a time to put your trust in the Lord, now's the time. If there was a time to look to Him, this is the time. If there was a time you needed wisdom from God, this is it. If you need knowledge, if you need understanding, if you need hope, the only hope you're going to get is through Christ. He's the only hope that the world has. That the only hope that is being offered to the world. And uh, as I finish out, again, the contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872. Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And uh, thank you for your prayers. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. We're getting ready for New Year. Thank you for your financial support. And we will be back for the next hour. In a few minutes. As we end out this hour, I just want to again state that uh, we have to prepare for what Christ said would come. Number one, don't be deceived. Test everything. Test the spirits to see if they're of God. There are many ministries that are very ineffective. If you're part of an ineffective ministry, don't look for another ministry, so to speak. Really go to the Word and pray. God will help you. He'll direct you. 1360KHMC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHMC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbett. Colorado's high country had the white Christmas day been looking for after a terribly dry fall, so now the skiing and snowboarding season's fully open, and it only started Christmas Day. Between Thursday and Christmas, some of the resort's official totals went like this for 48 hours. Vail got 15 new inches, Aspen Highland 16, Aspen Mountain 14, Breckenridge and Purgatory both with 19, Buttermilk 17. The storm of the late last week, pretty epic, but there's more on the way. A lot of this may already be on the ground. A new winter storm warning's in effect from 2 a.m. this morning through 5 Monday morning across most of the mountains again. The Gore and Elk Ranges, Elkhead and Park Mountains, Central Valleys, the Flat Tops, 
all looking for another 6 to 12 inches with higher amounts above 10,000 feet. Also watch out for dangerous winds of 55 to 65 miles an hour above 12,000 feet. Road travel expected to be difficult again in the high country with blowing snow and limited visibility. You can check out the official road conditions statewide anytime at cotrip.org. Travel still not great around the country this holiday weekend in much of our state has to do with the snow, but nationwide it's COVID affecting the airline industry. Many thought the second Christmas of the pandemic might be closer to normal. With vaccines and all, lots of folks thought families could all celebrate together safely. But the new Omicron variant of the COVID virus made things more complicated, both on the decision to gather at all and the ability to get to those gatherings have been affected. U.S. Airlines canceled nearly 1,000 flights nationwide Saturday because in large part they didn't have enough crew to fly. Those folks had gotten sick. Delta United and JetBlue among the carriers blaming their cancellations on COVID. Denver International Airport ended up with 66 cancellations on Christmas, more than 180 delayed flights. Initially, today's looking a little better for DIA with only 16 cancellations, most of them on United. I'm Jim Williams. I'm Ted Werbin. Are you planning for retirement? When planning for retirement, it's important to include a plan for when it's time to stop driving. When you choose to use public or nonprofit transit services as part of your retirement plan, you are offered senior discounts and are choosing a safe, comfortable alternative to driving, utilizing trustworthy providers. For a list of public and nonprofit transit providers in Colorado and to learn when it's time to stop driving, visit olderwiser.org, olderwiser.org. With the holidays upon us, many folks are concerned about their finances, how they're going to tighten their budget or pay off debt. If this happens to be you, know that you have options. American Financing saves customers up to $1,000 a month without ever charging upfront or hidden fees. Get a free mortgage review by calling 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Loveland PE Gun Show, December 11th and 12th, has two giveaways from Zip Guns. A Springfield Hellcat on Saturday and an AR-15 on Sunday. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense product, and much more. Located off of I-25 and Highway 34 West at the outlets at Loveland. Buy, sell, and trade, and $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEshows.com to register. That's PEshows.com. See you at the show. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. At Life Choices, we are helping women and men choose life and create stable futures for their children. You can help avoid the loss of another life by going to lifechoices.org or call 303-651-2050. 
extension 116 and donate. Make a difference and be a part of God's work by creating a better future for kids and families. Lifechoices.org or 303-651-2050, extension 116. And welcome back to the third hour of The Present Truth. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. We will continue with Matthew 24. We're going to do just a few more verses. And then we will go to Isaiah 47. The purpose of the teachings of Christ were to warn, many of his teachings were warnings. The teachings were parables to warn God's children about deep matters, things that would come. There is one parable that talks about a man who went out, he saw a field, he gave all, that he had to purchase that field because there was something in that field that was valuable. Christ, in a sense, was saying, Christ was saying, he paid the price for the field, humanity. He bought humanity through his blood. We have something that is valuable to us. We have to decide what in our lives, is the most valuable. What is most valuable are children, families, our parents. And then in our spiritual lives, what is valuable? Do we, we've all been given a birthright. When we're born again, we're given a birthright. The kingdom of heaven belongs to us. We can forfeit it by not being faithful. We can give it all up. Eternally we'll be with Christ, but we will not have a part in the millennial kingdom. What are we price are we willing to pay? Paul said that he forgot the past, counted everything but dung for the knowledge and the excellency of Christ Jesus, his Lord. Nothing was important. The field that he made the decision to purchase was to know Christ. The devil has a great tool called an active world, an active cosmos. Always have something to do, responsibilities. I know, like, in my world, i got to make sure the tires of my car are at the right pressure. I have oil. I have, in the, in the engine, the radiator fluid that my... Tires are balanced. 
we're in a complicated, busy, busy world. But in spite of that, we have to put the busyness aside and invest in spiritual things. It's hard to do because life is demanding. But still, it has to be done. The uh, Matthew 24, I'm going to finish out talking about, you know, the time just prior to. Matthew 24 takes place from the time of the disciples all the way to the time at the end of uh, to the time of Antichrist's reign. But he only briefly mentions the temple being destroyed in Jerusalem. Then he mentions briefly about the time of birth pains and sorrows, the little period of time that precedes the tribulation. Then he doesn't talk much about the first half of the tribulation. He doesn't say a whole lot about the first half of the tribulation. Verse 14, basically he's saying, <clears throat> excuse me, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it. And then finally the end will come. Doesn't mean that he's going to come back, boom, that instantly. No, he's just laying thought by thought. Then in verse 15, now from verse 15 to the end is really directed at the children of Israel, not so much the churches. The only way that the, uh, the part that we are to consider is this part right here, verse 15. Now he's speaking to the children of Israel, but he's also speaking to the body of Christ. Because the children of Israel are not preaching the kingdom of heaven. They're not preaching the kingdom of heaven. They have not been called to preach the kingdom of heaven. They don't know their Messiah. They don't recognize that he came 2,000 years ago. So this is not the children of Israel. Verse 14, these verses are talking about. It's talking to the body of believers at the end of the world. Born again believers. The good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear hear it and then finally the end will come. That's our duty. Israel is not to preach the gospel. They don't preach the gospel. They don't know Christ. The gospel is the good news about Jesus Christ. They're not preaching the good news about Jesus Christ. Israel is just trying to exist as a nation. They're in apostasy, in blindness. But we're, we're not to be in apostasy, but we are. And we're not supposed to be blind, but we are. So you can say that we also, as a body of believers, we are apostasy. We are an apostate church. And we are in blindness. Verse 15. So when you see the abomination of desolation, that horrible thing that was spoken of by Daniel the prophet, when he stands in the holy place, in the temple, and he's going to be there, he's going to stand there, declare himself to be God, and he's going to put an image in that temple. That image, this monster, will be there for three and a half years. Those that are in Judea must flee to the Judean hills. That is not us. Now, this person 
at the beginning of this tribulation, there is going to be an agreement. Verse 9. Then you're going to be tortured and killed. Well, he doesn't say it in verse 9, but if this is the beginning of the tribulation, then that means in verse 9, what begins this torture is going to be the agreement signed with Antichrist and Israel between the kingdom, the Babylonian kingdom and its king Antichrist and Israel and its prime minister. Then tribulation begins. Two verses, 9, and, 9, 10, 13, and 14, these four verses are basically talking about the first half of the tribulation. Verse 15 begins to speak of the last half of the tribulation. You that are in Judea, flee to the Judean hills. Those that are on porches must not go inside the pack before they flee. Those in the field do not return to your homes for clothes. Woe to the women who are pregnant and nursing in those days. We are so close. I generally won't do this, but I'm going to do this today. Again. For those young people, really, really consider having children. Because if you have children, you are going to bring them into hardships in this world. What kind of hardships? They are beginning to vaccinate young children. And now, women who are pregnant that have had these vaccinations are losing their children. We've moved into hardships. I would say... Woe to those who are pregnant and are nursing. If we are at the time, and this is something that each person has to study, if we are at the time prior to tribulation, then it would not be a wise time for young couples to begin having a family. I know this is hard on grandparents. I have many friends the love of their, the, the whole world revolves around their children, their grandchildren, and now great-grandchildren. But I'm telling you, if we're at the edge of this last seven-year period of time called Daniel's 70th week, it would not be wise to plan to have families. In James Dobson had a sister who had a method for natural birth control. She was doing much in her ministry down in South America because many of the poor countries, a husband and wife, did not want to accidentally, the wife did not want to accidentally, and the husband did not want to accidentally get his wife pregnant because the conditions were so hard. The child would usually die within the first year or two. It's very hard to keep these kids alive. They're poor. Diseases 
financially a hardship, then if you study what has happened in the cultures in South America, these young girls, if they are attractive, they become targets as a little as they're just in their youth, two years old, two years of age, they become targets. This nation, America, has made it clear to the American people that the children belong to the government. You may not believe this. I've been speaking about this since the 80s. Even then, the government was forcing Social Security certificates, Social Security cards, vaccinations. The government wanted to know who these children were, how old they were, when they would start kindergarten, when they would graduate, where they would go to college. The children of this nation belong to the government. And a husband and wife, if you get crosswise with social security, I mean uh, social services, beware. You may, your children may end up in foster homes. The teachings of Christ were warnings. The teachings of the prophets were warnings. The prophets warned Israel when she became apostate that God was going to allow nations to invade, enemies to come in, <clears throat> persecute. The prophets were warning, prophesying to them what was coming. But again, the children of Israel didn't want to hear what God had to say. So God stated, like in Isaiah 66, one translation, you refuse to hear what I have to say. You don't want to take my counsel. You don't want to be holy. You don't want to be godly. You don't want, you want to be involved with idols. You want to go the course, the direction of the world. Then I am going to choose how you get deceived, how you're deceived. I'm going to allow you to be deceived. But I'm going to choose your deception. I'm going to pick the way in which you're going to be deceived. And you'll be deceived. You want to mock me? I'm going to mock you. The children of the world, they mock me and I mock them. The children of the world mock me and I destroy them. And my own children, if they mock me, do you think I'm not going to punish them? I am going to punish them. I'm going to punish them openly. Basically, is what Isaiah was saying. When God's people don't want to be counseled, they don't want to be instructed, then God is going to allow deception to come and He'll choose what deception. What you would never believe He would pick for you, He will pick. This is a warning. God's Christ's teachings are warnings. With my ministry, as the years have gone on, I began to, the Lord would begin to 
speak to me and show me what what my why I was uh, <clears throat> apprehended. For what purpose did he apprehend me? And it was to present the teachings of Christ to God's children honestly, to be real, to present the teachings the way that Christ wanted the teachings to be presented, regardless of whether I would be accepted or not accepted, listened to or not listened to. I will tell you something in this audience told this before to a few people. For years, I have been speaking about what America is, who America is. And friends and family wouldn't, they don't listen, they don't, they're not interested. And, but one day, the Holy Spirit, I said, Lord, I was talking to a person, I greeted him, and the person, uh, as a Christian, we were in a seminar. He was, uh, you could just tell he must have had some type of position. And he was just the kind of person that uh, was in his self. I greeted him. He didn't say anything back. And the Lord, I said, well, Lord, uh, you know, I just, all I want to do is say hi. He didn't want to hear it. So... Lord said, well, that's okay. People may not want to hear what you have to say. That's okay. Because I want to hear what you have to say. And what I, when I want to hear what you have to say, that's what's important. So, I'm listening to what you have to say. I went out to Nevada on the radio I think about three, four, five months into the first program, into the first year of programming. And I said, Lord, I don't know if anyone really out there is listening. And he told me, he said, Rick, this isn't for them. This is for you. You, as I'm teaching you, you're putting it out over the air. But it's not for them, it's for you. This time, 10 years later, almost 11 years later, no, wait a second. Yeah, 10 years, 11 years. Now it's for you. Because you need to be warned. God wants His children to be warned. And God's children, there is a like I stated in the second hour and part of the first hour, there is a shadow, a covering that has gone over the world. It's gone over the minds of the people of the world to keep them from seeing God, knowing God, believing in God. It's a covering. It's like magic. It's like spells. Like an occult spell that goes over the mind of somebody. And they, they're just, they don't know where they are. And this spell that has gone out over the world, according to Isaiah 25, 7, I believe it is, it keeps the children of God going in a circle. 
always in a circle, never going forward to God, always going backwards, having to turn around and go forward just to turn around and go backwards. <clears throat> it's a spell. It's magic. It's a like a fog, a smoke that affects you in your mind. It keeps you from being godly. It keeps you from wanting to be godly. It keeps you from even understanding what godliness means. Then there's a veil. That affects your brain. Then there's a veil that you can't see through. You know, like Paul said, that we see things like looking through a dark window. Well, that's what this is. It's people see. They see what's going on around them, but they don't know really what's going on around them. In years past, being around people, certain people, oh, they're just people. I look at them, they're just people, like, you know, we greet each other. But then one day the Lord took the veil off of my eye, off of my eyes, and the Lord showed me, well, you think this person is just a natural, just a person, a nice, kind-hearted person? Well, I'm going to take the veil off your eye, your eyes. And I realized the guy's a witch. He's a satanic high priest. Then I start having to investigate people that I've met in my lifetime. Many of them I didn't realize were in the occult. Not just in the occult dabbling, but they had positions of power and authority in the occult. They with a few other people could pray over, pray the death on somebody and the guy would die. There is a covering, there is a veil over the eyes of the American people. American people, they don't want to be told hard things. They don't want the deep teachings of Christ. They don't want to be warned Christ's teachings were warnings. The parables were warnings. They were examples, but they were warnings. There's a warning that the day that the sower went out to sow, tares were also put in the field. Meaning in the world, there were going to be the children of the devil. The children of the devil were only there to harm you, to kill you, to pray that you die. And if you're a Christian, Christian, they definitely want to keep you. If they can't kill you, they want you to be deceived. They will pray spirits upon you. They will affect your mind so you won't want to know the truth. One time, all that I did on the radio was for me. Now, Christ told me that what you're doing is for my people. Many of my people won't listen. doesn't matter. I'll deal with those that don't listen. You talk. You teach. The deep things. And I will work on their minds. And the ones who are contrite in heart. Who truly want to know. Who are truly interested. Who truly, truly want to know me. I will help them. Now, I brought up Matthew 20, 
4.15, there is something coming to the world. It's called Antichrist. He has to sign an agreement with Israel. And he's the king of a nation. And the Christians don't want to believe what nation this king will come from. They don't want to believe what, where this Antichrist will come from. But he does come. He does sign an agreement with Israel. And it starts the seven-year period of tribulation. It starts, it's the beginning of the last week of Daniel. The 70th week. You're going to hear more people now beginning to talk about the 70th week of Daniel. I don't know, because I don't listen to Christian radio. I don't listen to watch Christian television. But I know that pastors out there, prophets, true prophets, good prophets, good pastors, are now ta taking Daniel chapter 9, Seriously, the abomination of desolation to come and the coming Antichrist, they're taking it serious. They're being serious about it. Why? Because they're starting to see the hardships in the world now are going to continue and they're going to get harder. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Hi, this is Steve Pardue, Ramsey Auto Group. My partner, Mike Ramsey, and I, we're at 6310 West 10th Street, Greeley, Colorado. RamseyAG.com, 970-443-5654. We are the working man's friend. We are a Christian-based company, and we believe in taking care of our customers even more than selling the vehicle. Come see us anytime. We specialize in large trucks and SUVs, and we do recondition our cars to a fault. 970-443-5654, RamseyAG.com, Ramsey Auto Group. The P.E. Gun Show, January 22nd and 23rd, will be located at 1840 Greeley Mall, Greeley, Colorado. This show features two firearm giveaways, one on Saturday and one on Sunday. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Buy, sell, or trade, and $50 CCW classes on both days. See P.E.Shows.com to register. That's P.E.Shows.com. See you at the show. Hi listeners, Jack here. The Hunting and Sportsman Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado, from the Loveland Outlet Mall to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit PEshows.com. That is PEshows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton, Colorado. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have a half an acre or 1,000, they carry the equipment you need. They always have a full line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or Back 40, Harsh Outdoors has got you covered.
Loveland PE Gun Show, December 11th and 12th, has two giveaways from Zip Guns, a Springfield Hellcat on Saturday and an AR-15 on Sunday. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Located off of I-25 and Highway 34 West at the outlets at Loveland. Buy, sell, and trade, and $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEShows.com to register. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God, on 1360 KHNC. And I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walks. Oh. Well, the last half hour, we'll finish out. Again, the pod, the uh, podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree and Lampstand program. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Now, Antichrist has to sign as a king of a coming Babylon will sign an agreement with the children of Israel. I believe he will sign that agreement with the children of Israel. Israel is requesting that Antichrist promise not to invade Israel in a future date. This is why Israel desperately wants to sign this agreement. It's in Isaiah, it's in Isaiah, uh, Isaiah chapter 28, I'm sorry, let me think about it. It's in uh, Daniel 9.27, talking about a covenant, a contract, an agreement. And in 28 of Isaiah 15, 16, 17, and 18, it's called the Treaty with Death and Hell. Treaty with the devil and the underworld. Now, let's look at the nation that will sign this agreement. Isaiah chapter 47, verse 1. O Babylon, the unconquered, come sit in the dust. Your days of glory, pomp, and honor are ended. So firstly, a nation that's never been conquered, but God says she's to come and sit on the dust, in the dust, The days of glory and pomp and honor are going to end. O daughter of Chaldea, never again will you be the lovely princess, tender and delicate. In the GW translation, God's Word translation, sit on the ground, not on the throne, princess of the Babylonians. You will no longer be called soft and delicate. Take heavy millstones, grind the corn, remove your veil, strip off your robe, expose yourself to public view. In other words, God says, I'm going to make you naked. You shall be a nakedness and shame. I will take vengeance upon you and not repent. Verse 4. So speaks our Redeemer, 
who will save Israel from Babylon's mighty power, the Lord Almighty. Is his name the Holy One of Israel? This is not speaking of Nebuchadnezzar's Babylon. Because Babylon at that time, through Nebuchadnezzar, went in, invaded Israel, and destroyed Israel. This is not speaking of ancient Babylon. This is speaking of the end of the world, Babylon the Great. Verse 5. Sit in darkness and silence, O Babylon. Never again will you be called the Queen of Kingdoms. At the present time, America is the Queen of the nations of the world. The people of the world want to come to America. The people in the nations want to be like America. China, the Chinese people, they want and model their lives after the wealthy people of America. Verse 6, I was angry with my people Israel. I began to punish them in a little, punish them a little by letting them fall into your hands. <clears throat> in the future, Israel is going to be, is going to fall into the hands of America. Because God wants America to punish them. He's going to use America to punish them. O Babylon, but you showed them no mercy. You have made even the old folks carry heavy burdens. Verse 6 in the God's Word translation. I was angry with my people. I dishonored those who belong to me. I put them under your control. You showed them no mercy. You placed a heavy burden upon old people. Verse 7. You said, I will never be destroyed. I will always be a queen. You didn't consider carefully these things or keep in mind how they would end up. Now listen. Verse six, 8. Your, your love of pleasure. Listen. I'm sorry. Now then, listen to this, you lover of pleasure. What is America as a nation? Back in the uh, TLB translation, O pleasure-mad kingdom, living at ease, bragging as the greatest in the world, listen to the sentence of my court upon your sins. You say, I alone am God. I'll never be a widow. In other words, I'll never be destroyed. I will never lose the people of my nation. Verse 9. Well, two things will come upon you in one moment, in a full measure, in one day. Widowhood, the loss of your children, despite all of your witchcraft and magic. All besides all of your witchcraft and magic. This was one of the ways to identify the end of the world Babylon. Verse 10. You felt secure in all your wickedness. 
I'm going to go back a second. In another translation, in one day, both of those will happen to you instantly. The loss of your children and your husband. All this will happen in spite of your evil magic and your evil and your many evil spells. Your evil magic and your many evil spells. The other translation, despite all your witchcraft and magic, verse 10, you felt secure in your evil, your wickedness. You stated, no one sees me. You said, your wisdom and knowledge have caused you to turn away from me and claim that you yourself are Jehovah. Verse 11, that is why disaster shall overtake you suddenly, so suddenly that you won't know where it comes from. There will be no atonement than to cleanse away your sins. But verse 12, keep practicing your spells and your evil magic. You have been practicing them ever since you were young. You may succeed. You may cause terror. Another translation, verse 12. Call out the demon hordes you've worshipped all these years. Call on them to help strike deep terror into many hearts again. You are worn out by your many plans. Let your astrologers and your stargazers who foretell the future month by month come to you, rise up, and save you. In the future of this country, all the witchcraft, the stargazers, those who look at the patterns in the heaven, who look at the interstates in the heaven that God put there for His purpose, to show His plan to His angels and to mankind, to reveal His glory and His Messiah and His return and who He is in all of His glory and splendor. They, the star, these astrologers, they use God's heaven to find ways to bring their evil and their fortune-telling to men in the world. Who foretell the future month by month, every month at the full moon. They use the full moon in their witchcraft and fortune-telling. All of the occult seasons, 4th of July, December 25th, around Easter, around uh, May 1st, when the seasons change at the end of, <clears throat> during the first, the last uh, day of winter, March, 20, 30, uh, March 21st, first day of spring, around June 1st, 2nd, I'm sorry, 21st. Then he says, They are like straw. Fire burns them. They cannot rescue themselves from the flame. There will be no glowing coals to keep them warm, no fire for them to sit by. This is how it will end for those who have worked with you, for those who have been with you ever since you were young, they will go their own ways. There will be no one to save you. <clears throat> in kind of an understanding here, in verse 15, 
Isaiah 47. The occult world internationally has been working with the United States since she came, since she came into existence. They have continued to work with the United States to the present. Who would these nations be? Babylon's mother, England. The witchcraft of England has been a big part of America's history. The witchcraft that comes in for all from all the nations of the world with the people that move to America. They bring their witchcraft with them. The witchcraft of Germany came to America at, after the war, World War II ended. It came in through Operation Paperclip when many of the murderers in Hitler's army, his commanders, they relocated to the United States and to other nations of the world. They didn't come just bringing a philosophy. They brought witchcraft. The people coming from South America, when they come in, they bring their witchcraft. They worship, they sacrifice the chickens from the islands, Puerto Rico, the area, the Caribbean islands. They bring their witchcraft from Russia, those that have come from Russia to America, from Italy, from France, from all the nations. This is the, you might say, the uh, collection point. And this is what Isaiah is saying in chapter 47, verse 15. This is how it will end for those who have worked with you. America has become mighty by the practicing of spells and magic, by the astrologers and the stargazers helping to build this country. And Isaiah is saying, call out the demons that you've worshipped. Your destruction is coming. Call on the stargazers, the prognosticators, the astrologers. Call on the occult world to save you. This is what Isaiah is saying that Babylon will do before God's judgment. Isaiah is saying, you want to you want to become great through power, the power of witchcraft? Well, they will let witchcraft protect you when God's judgment comes. I've stated this many times on the present truth, on the open forum. I stated this in Las Vegas, Nevada, during my years on the radio, that America would be the center of, of all of the greatest forms of witchcraft eventually at the end of the world. And I began to speak about this in 2005. The Holy Spirit, through reading the scriptures, through studying the end time Babylon the Great, and the insights that God gives through His Word, through His Word, and then looking at the culture, I realized without even being a Christian back in the 60s, being in Boulder, Colorado, 
and I noticed all the witchcraft, all these kids practicing evil. How did I know that? Well, being raised a Catholic, I knew that a lot of these things around their neck and what they were doing, I knew these were idols. I knew it was idol worship. And uh, I wasn't even a Christian. But I knew, because I had some religious training background through the Catholic Church, I knew what idol worship was. But I watched going up to Boulder, to the three two bars on the hill, 1967, eight, nine. Then watching what was happening in California with all the music. Then eventually getting caught into the New Age movement. I was uh, in, in that movement, into the philosophy, into the witchcraft, into evil, and the demonic things of the New Age movement. I understood. Uh, I didn't knew, know what the word Gnosticism was. Following the rituals of the American Indians and the spirits, Eastern meditation, some of these things, astral projection. We call it today, we sanitized it. You don't call it astral projection or soul travel, these type of techniques which are real. They call it remote viewing. The government uses it. People in the occult use it. There are techniques getting into the different wavelengths of the brain. Alpha, beta, delta, REM, REM sleep, getting into REM, leaving your body, traveling, looking for people. I was a Christian when I was involved in that world. <clears throat> and once, once uh, the Lord allowed it to show me the power of it. I've been reading a book. Latent Power of the Soul by Watchman Nee. We're going to talk about that. All these, these, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, businesses out there that teach people how to use white noise, the metronome, tick, 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 white noise, and uh, other techniques to get into an altered state of consciousness. When you're in that state, <clears throat> Many of these people don't realize they're being protected by the demons, but if the demons ever decide to turn on them, they're going to be a vegetable laying in a bed in the hospital. I've seen it. These people go out to attack Christians. And while they're out spying on Christians through soul travel or remote viewing, God allows the demons to snatch them. Be careful. Be careful. I know what I'm talking about. We'll be back in a few minutes. We'll finish out this hour. Rick Rodriguez, Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, Radio Church. Hey, folks, the Rev here. 
When the economy collapses, so will society. Martial law will rule, but the protectors will become the looters and thieves. The future will be merciless. Prepare yourself now. Join the Rev for the best urban survival training available today. Call KHNC 970-587-5003 to reserve a seat now. That's 970-587-5003. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Dehebo is spelled T-A-H-E-B-O. DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. What's up, guys? It's Bucky Dillon from Your Morning Show, and I am proud to be partnered with Pride Roofing and Construction. There was a large windstorm recently. As many of you know, a lot of people's roofs ended up right in their lawn. Well, Pride Roofing and Construction would love to be the company that helps you out, and I cannot recommend them highly enough. They will come out and do a free, no-obligation inspection just so you know the condition of your home, and they will help you with every step of the insurance claim process. Just call 970-825-9305. Pride Roofing and Construction. Hey folks, The Rev here. Most of you know I teach a hardcore urban survival class at Warriors Revolution. Classes are every other Thursday and Saturday. Classes are $25 a session, and there's five total sessions. Contact the radio station at 970-587-5003. That's 970-587-5003. Or you can call The Rev directly. We'll get you scheduled and get you in class. Okay, as we finish out the program, one more time, contact information, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, and podcasts on 1360khnc.com, 1360khnc.com, to the Olive Tree Program. You know, uh, with the Christians... I want to say that uh, if you don't think you can't be involved in this type of new age techniques, you can. If you're involved in it, you better run. You better get out of it. 
God won't allow it. You get into this astral projection, remote viewing, these type of techniques, you're going to get caught. The demons, they will have no problem snatching you. And for the people in the occult, into these New Age movement and Wicca, uh, white witches, black witches, and the occult, Satanism, things like this. I've been to your world. I've been there. I've been watching you. God allowed me to go into that world, and I got to see a collective group of you type of people. And you were about your business, visiting, happy. You were just having a good time. And I'm back here watching you, and Satan would not allow me to go closer to you. Because if I could have gotten within talking distance, I would have told you you're deceived. You have been deceived by the devil. You have listened to his lie. And the devil would not let me approach these in, a, in, a, in the way in which God allowed this. Because Satan does not want these children to ever be spoken to by Christians that will tell them you're deceived. I know what Satan has told you, that he has defeated God and he has defeated Christ. God is defeated. Christ is defeated. They have no power. He has an ultimate power and he is going to take over the universe and he has promised you that if you follow him, you will be there with him, with all this power. I've heard it. You've heard it. You've believed it. You better run as fast as you can. But I want to tell you, should you make and decide to bail on the devil, you better run right into the arms of Jesus Christ. You better get eternal life in immediately because Satan will come to kill you right away. You think this, this creature is going to be faithful to you, loyal to you? You are mistaken. This person is a deceiver. He deceived Eve in the Garden of Eden. He'll deceive you just as easily. He'll tell you you're going to be like God. And he will take you to eternal fire with him. So, God bless this audience. God bless you. God bless you. Have a final wonderful week in this coming week before we start the new year. Rick Rodriguez. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland.